0: Amigathon is back. Join the Amigos on Saturday, July 7th as they play Amiga games for up to 24 hours to benefit the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Go to amigathon.com to donate and for more information. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about degeneration. Yes. Just well, it. Now. You told me before we started the show that there was no wrestling connection, but as we talk through the show, uh-huh. I want you to form one in your mind so you can connect okay. something with the Amiga game to the world of wrestling. I will say
1: Degeneration X had a phrase they used mm-hmm. that, that I want to utter at you all the time. Suck it. That's... <laughs>
0: Anything so that was family friendly, so i was just gonna like allude to oh. it. now were they also the ones that did like the the like the chop, it, or maybe like it was the, the other way around? It's like yeah. that, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was. Now that. is that different than the diamond cutter?
1: That diamond cutter's a move, and he goes like this, bang.
0: Oh, because okay. I was kind of making a diamond with my hands as I was no, doing that. No, no, that's an X. We got feedback, Aaron. We got feedback from Dell is dreamy. Do you oh, remember yeah. Dell? Yeah, I do. Dell drives the highways and byways in an 18 wheeler as he that. listens yeah. to the I've Amigos. I've got some podcast. trucker
1: buddies, so I understand.
0: He asks Do you remember the McLean from McDonald's?
1: The McLean, the, the, it was the uh, diet uh, burger. The Diet
0: burger yeah. from McDonald's. That was in reference to the Amigos song challenge, the Patreon song challenge from last week. The McLean. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, Don McLean! Right, oh, right. you clever boy.
0: Um, he says, Amigos is fun. You guys are fun. Thanks. You inspired me to try some of the games that you cover, so I tried some of the emulators for Android and settled on UAE for ARM, which is very full-featured. Mm-hmm. I'm also using Omega 500 for single-disc games. It requires very little setup and works great for Wings of War and Galaga. Hardest part was putting the Kickstart ROM in the right place. Mm. So, have you ever messed around with any uh, Android-based Amiga images? I have used UAU for ARM mm-hmm. on my uh, on my little uh, GP2X, uh,
1: and it uh, it wasn't good, but, I mean, this is the GP2X. How many years old is yeah, that Yeah, it's thing? a pretty old machine at this point. Uh, but, too. I mean, you could play a couple things on it, but, uh, um, you know... I've not done the Android. I think I loaded it up one time to see what it looked like, and it looked like when you when you ate it. It's all right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Doing anything Android when it comes to putting
0: files in places it's not really, easy. Not sort of easy. A real hassle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Aaron. Um, if you're trucking though, you got to have your Amiga fix. That's right. I can just picture Dell. He's got you know he's got the, the the eighteen wheels
2: and a dozen roses
0: yeah and he's got the and he's got the tablet mounted right there man and he's he deluxe Galaga with one you hand know, and thinking, on the wheel I'm with the other he's just
1: got the he's got the dip the opening for blood money just, got,
0: <laughs> just just and cycling a whole lot more coming <laughs> man I can think of no better soundtrack because I'm rolling down rolling down the road all right Aaron let's talk about this week's Amiga news Amiga news we know we
1: actually had some Amiga news let me grab the Gambletron here so. Right out of the Giz8, our good and dear friend Adam Bradley to post this wacky thing. Now I tested this link a couple of days ago. It was it was down, but I think it's back up. Let's see if it's coming. Yeah, there it goes. So did you you look at this wacky piece of hardware, the Turbo Card? What is that? You all? know
0: when when ninety percent of the descriptive words are are um, you know abbreviations?
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a <laughs> Turbo Card HC. S, or 533, 33 megahertz, 8 megs of memory, IDE, Amiga 500 interface card. Woo! Oof. What a name. Well, I mean, it does a lot for your Amiga 500. What does
0: it do exactly? Well,
1: among other things, it's a, it's a jacked up proc. You get the uh, uh, IDE. Hey, IDE for your 500, not too bad. And the price, it's it's got a compact flash that you can use with it now if you get the IDE.
0: Now, if you're making one of these new new cards why would you not make it SATA instead of IDE
1: well see now you're getting into a Amiga operating system and hardware angle I've heard that question asked and I don't know the answer okay, but apparently the, the IDE is easier to implement okay alright um also, it's got memory. Not bad. Now, what was it like? 120 euros. 127 euros. euros. So, in in good old US dollars. About 150 bucks. Yeah, and that's that's not a bad deal. No, that's a lot of crap for a uh, for a car. Now, what's the to me? Is that who's selling this? I don't know who came up with this.
0: Yeah, but... cheap electronic <laughs> shop. Hey, they say hey, what they are. Yeah, I mean, do I lie? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, we're we're in the golden age of. <laughs> It reminds me of the old days. It's wacky peripherals <laughs> coming out the yin-yang. Akimbo. You know, I mean, there are tons of this stuff coming out, and this is just another one. Uh, I don't know if Adam's got one of these or is getting one, but uh, I'm sure if he gets it, he'll let us know. See, Adam's not in there, is he, in the chat today? Uh, I don't think so. So I found this, and, you know, I, I can't help myself sometimes. The biggest demo party in Scandinavia.
0: Ooh. yes,
1: man! How would like to go to this thing. I mean, it'd be crazy time. Oh
0: my gosh! So, DataStorm 2018, August 3rd through 5th. I love the fact that there is a URL uh, extension called .Party.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <There> <laughs> that's, be.
0: I wish next year we are going to be AmigaFun .Party. That's.
2: A, that's... <laughs> That's
0: it. Look at that! Man. Look at that! We're watching the pictures. Look at the this! Page. You got Who guys these,
1: partying, you got guys freaking out, uh, uh, arm wrestling.
0: This good was looking babe. I was going to say this was the only girl here. I bet because she's <laughs> appeared in two of the pictures already. Yeah,
1: that's, that's what you do. <laughs> hey, oh, let me tell you something. Chicks dig the demos. Don't think, don't fool true. yourself. Boat. That's true.
0: That's so true. I have heard that.
1: If you're in Scandinavia, any Scandinavian Stockholm. area, Stockholm. Oh yeah. Uh, if you're down that way, uh, go to this for God's sake, and then, and then get us in the loop.
0: There's all yeah. look at look I at know the events. There's all kinds. Look of Look at this guy, DJ Optorock.
1: and his happening vehicle. Yeah, there's a hippie skateboarder. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have that guy. I mean, that guy looks like a he looks like a Bigfoot. <laughs> he
0: does. He's right out of Urban Yeti.
1: He's living my dream <laughs> of having a big full beard and the long hair. He's got it all. And, a and the
0: ability he claims to be the world champion in the skater die halfpipe. Fuck <laughs> oh, man, <A> <laughs> some bonus. people have it all. So now, here's another thing I came
1: across. Uh, this may be old. I don't know if you looked at this thing. Uh, this is over at Amy uh, Amytopia. Have mm-hmm. you ever been to
0: Amytopia? I've been. I've been through there. Yeah, and this uh, is not the right I like link. some of their
1: stuff. No, that, that was it.
0: Was that it? Yeah, oh, that okay. was it.
1: So this is a thing that basically lets you that lets you play crap loads of Amiga uh, of Amiga uh, music on or like in your browser. Oh. So if you want to hear some some rockin' tunes, mm-hmm. this is the place to go. It's uh, uh, and they've got tons of other stuff too. So fetch if, if your bag, you know, fire it up. I just had to come across all Sometimes like, oh that's
0: nice because people don't obviously, you know, have it the ready an AUG player or a uh, what's the what's the Amiga thing? What is their mod, mod right, you right? know?
1: Um Gosh, who was I listening to this week? I'm trying to think who it was that was tall. Oh, it was Shane Armanrow, or by, Why am radio, I not surprised? Radio, and You're. he was talking about the first time he ever heard the Amiga play tunes. And he had a very similar story to mine. I remember going to my buddy's house, and he goes, listen, he goes, this is going to blow your face off. Goes, Get ready. you know, Because this is the same buddy that had he had gotten an Atari 800 to play digitized Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Once he did he, him and his dad both this audio digitizer through the joystick port.
0: I mean, why would that not be your dream?
1: And so that was the high water mark <laughs> as I went to this, uh, to see this Amiga. So he loads up this program called Sonics, and uh, which I it got a new name at some point, but uh, Sonics was was this uh sort of high end music player in the Amiga, and the thing he loaded up was uh, um uh, Word Up. Remember Word Up? Word Up. Word Up, oh yeah. This was like a Sonics version of this. Was it like I mean, meh meh? No. It was going, Word Up. It sounded, it was identical. You couldn't pick this away from a pro- the same song. I mean, mm-hmm. it didn't have all the verses, but I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta understand. I mean, this is going from like, I can't explain the how stunned I was. I was just like, Duh. I couldn't believe that existed. And he didn't, he, had, he had Ghostbusters, and he had... Uh, a bunch of other songs and they were just they sounded legitimately like a real song. Even I dipped my toe in the pool with it and did
0: oh.
1: you ever heard of a band called Ministry? Yes. I didn't like Ministry but they did have this repetitive song uh, which I can't even remember the name of Stigmata. You ever heard that song? No. And I actually did a version of it on the I, one of my few delvings into the audio and it sounded okay because it would just play digitized Plutes. Was it like a loop? A That's right. It, it would digitize. And did you
0: put an awesome techno? Beat I guess it was like snow. It
1: was like you know like, what do they call it? a sequencer with uh, of. Uh, it was sequencing legitimate like audio clips in a certain way. It was like snow. Don't know. Informa. No. The- so this was awesome. Okay. So when you hear stuff, when you see stuff like this, and I listen to some of these tunes. It took me back to uh, that time. I mean, I yeah. It's, I don't know the first time you heard anything that was impressive. I don't know, maybe by the time you rolled up to know what was going on, well, the audio was probably already there. The
0: first time that I heard digitized speech, it frightened me. Uh, I was playing uh, E.T. phone home on the Atari computer. Yeah. And when you collect all the parts to the spaceship and you bring them to E.T., his visage appears on the screen and you hear ET phone home. Really? He sounds like. Uh, That's so, the way he yeah, sounds. Yeah, like. he sounded exactly like that. And I had the volume turned up incredibly loud for some reason. And I was the only person in my house at the time. And I, I jumped back. I turned off the computer. I wanted nothing more to do with ET well, that day.
1: I mean, I had heard digitized sound mm-hmm. before. But what this was not that
0: scratchy, grainy baloney. This actually sounded this like a This was straight up yeah. CD See, quality. I, I guess there were CDs at the time, but you get what I mean. I guess I was a little bit too young to to really experience what that was like because by the time that I was old enough to be cognizant of that being around, it was already a thing.
1: I used to watch a show called 321 Contact. Me too. All right? when I
0: was, I was like, thinking about that the other when day. I was a
1: little kid
0: in school. It was Me show too. Like,
1: and there was an episode of it. Where, Wait, is,
0: I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. I can't be the only one that used to take their jukebox or juice box and flatten it, and then pretend like I was in Mathnet and like go around and like hit the jukebox. You the were juice the only one that did
1: that. Also, I don't know what Mathnet is. Mathnet
0: was on three, two, one contact. Well, it was one of the segments. There was probably a
1: decade between when you watched it and when I watched it. So, but there was an, I remember they went to the Bell Research Facility. Oh yeah, right. In, you know Palo, Palo Alto, Bell. and they said, and they had a computer that it goes. I am a computer at Bell Laboratories and I'm learning to talk. And that was the first time I think I'd ever heard a, com- uh, a computer speak. I was just like, oh, this was on the show, you know. So it wasn't that many years later that I was listening to Word Up and Ghostbusters and all this other crap. It was just like the leap between these two things was incredible. Mm-hmm. And the Amiga was so far past. I mean, if you think about when the Amiga came out in 85, and this stuff was pretty much available then, if you think about what else was around... That, I mean, f- for gaming and whatnot, I mean, there was nothing that yeah. was doing that. You're absolutely right. It was freaking amazing. Now, the ST came along, and so maybe, and I, again, we didn't, I didn't know anyone with an ST. Right. But maybe those guys had it too, you know, since they had the minis. But I mean, it was it was startling to mm. hear it. And you just couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I remember thinking, what's he got going here? I thought maybe he had something hooked up. Like, you know, it was amazing. It was amazing. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, shit, I'm wrong, But anyway, it got me to thinking about the first time I heard that digitized audio on the Amiga. And then that's the reason I looked for stuff. I was like, let's see if I can place them in a the browser and I found that. So. Cool. There you go. That's a long story short, isn't it? <laughs> so our good and dear friend, the Duncan, the dunkster, Duncan Styles, has a has done a big review here of Magic Pockets. Now we haven't played Magic Pockets on the show, Boat. No, I've played it. I think I've done an Amigos play. I think you did, but I have not ever played Magic Pockets. I'll be honest with you, And it, but it, uh, it looked pretty good. I read your review. I may
0: have to give this a, a, a whirl. He's uh, he's 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 doing the Dreamcatcher thing of bringing bringing in things from outside of the game. Oh and, man, yeah, it was this it was in. like
1: <laughs> this was his magnum opus. Yeah, it was great. yeah, Duncan. I, Another reason I want to want watch it. he did a, he does a full. You know, we don't do reviews. We sort of uh, you know we kind of we play it for a week and we just kind of say here's what we thought. It's not really a review. Yeah, these that's guys. That's a straight. Those Duncan, guys don't screw around.
0: Duncan and Dreamcatcher. These are the guys you want to read. That's right. Yeah,
1: that's right. It yeah. was great. I could. I was like, man, this is. <laughs> we are so lucky to have that come Absolutely. up with everything Amiga.com plug plug so that is something that's a must read and speaking of the big man the DK uh, he has a look and I, I had I made a comment on this when I posted it he has a look at Last Action Hero uh, did you ever see this
0: movie? No, I've never, I've not seen it.
1: I stupidly saw this in the theater uh, one time. It's funny. I get this confused with another one of his films, Kindergarten Cop. No, I can't even remember which one it was. But, I said, but and so I always think well, I didn't see that. But I actually, I, I caught some of this the other day, and I was like, I did see that in the theater. For you, I, you know, it's so stupid, stupid film. Well,
0: I I know the premise. It's like a boy is watching a movie, and somehow the the hero comes to life out of the movie or yeah, something like that.
1: And it was, but I mean, it was a dud. Mm-hmm. It was a big old dud. And so, let's make a game. And who better to cover that game? than DK, the yeah. master of the dud game, or this <laughs> obscure weirdness. So <laughs> it's got all the usual <laughs> tropes and tropes and whatnot. So I love that. That's the one thing I remember is the have a nice day, happy face uh, contact lens. which mm-hmm. always That was kind of neat. So anyway, if you're into that, go give that a read. It is top shelf. Um, let's see, oh, we, we released a few things on the site this week. Uh, Boat, I think you released a. Uh, what was this week's uh, insert disc two? Was it the uh, this was, PBS talk was well, no, I talk No, th-
0: this week's insert disc two is uh, my my talk about the the wonders of France. Oh
1: yes, oh yes, and
0: uh, and we, we talked about and then we talked about some random things after that. The so, big F, yeah, I the big F, that. and so that was that's
1: always a good time. Uh, and we also did an ARG <laughs> this week, which. What we do?
0: Neo G or no, Game Boy Advance. You did not post oh, that that's to the right. site. Game, yeah, I did. Right here it
1: is. Um, game Boy, we just, we, me, and, oh, me, me and Brent did Game Boy Advance. And then I'll tell you, Brent picked uh, the duddiest <laughs> game of all time. It's a game called Urban Yeti. Yeah.
0: Uh, and it is so very poor. I went and I played some of it. If you after ever want you
1: know, normally when me and you look at a game, it's very rare that we just like straight up murder a game, mm. like viciously with like a knife. Yeah. This one, I mean, if you want to hear me murder something, of it, I, and a, even a, Brent hates his own game. Yeah. So, and, and by the way, Brent's particularly full of crap on this episode. <laughs> so if you want to hear Brent going up, Poetic mode. There you go. And then I did. I did a, a,
0: a, a counter punch punch, which is a punch out clone. Which was
1: it was okay. Yeah. I saw
0: that you played these, by the way. What what do you think about them? I could not beat the first guy in counter punch. I, <laughs> I, I saw just, it. Yeah. yeah it was, I, I was no good at that. And urban yeti. I mean, it's just it's could garbage. Could you? even
1: do anything at urban yeti. It's it's garbage. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really hot bad. It's garbage. Yeah. yeah. It's it, it, was, it was no good. So yeah. So that's what we got cooking this week. Me and Brent will be playing selections. On the beloved Odyssey 2. I and, can't wait
0: for that. I love the O2.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. And then uh, uh, we will see what happens on Insert Disc 2. I saw you brought the guy back, did you the chick back this Yes, week. I
0: did. I did. So. It's mostly just, do I remember to insert it or not? That's, <laughs> that's it's just that's, like our opening something.
1: for this show. Just some weeks it's there and some weeks it's not no, there.
0: Amigos, there's the opening is always there.
1: It's not always there.
0: When has it never not been
1: I'll there? Have to, I, have to, I was just listening to one the other day. It was... Uh, it, Maybe you did the audio for the podcast before you actually inserted the opening. That could be what it was. I listened to the audio version.
0: I don't know. If you find one, let me know. I will. I will change it. It
1: was very, it just came up. It was just nice and clean.
0: Oh, yeah. Normally I I try. Now, for the past couple weeks, I've done the special Amigathon intro. Gotta have it. Let's
1: talk about Amigathon. By the way, holy moly, it's coming.
0: Yeah, Amigathon is. It's
1: coming. This is the
0: last episode of Amigos you will hear before Amigathon. so if you uh, if you have not yet donated, we still have some slots to fill for, for some time. We are going we, we, we are do. we are going up past midnight now, from six thirty a.m. to at oh. least midnight. Oh man! Uh, but we are willing to go the full twenty four hours. Should we get any more donations? And uh, you can donate at amigathon.com uh, today and uh, get on board. And uh, we're also looking for sponsors. So if you work for a company or you have an organization that would like to sponsor Amigathon, it's a totally tax-deductible donation and uh, be featured on our sponsors' uh, roll of logos, Uh, get into contact with me by emailing me at john at amigospodcast.com. I'd like to welcome uh, our sponsors so far, including uh, Digital Press Video Games and Papa John's Pizza.
1: Pretty good. Yeah. Digital Press and Papa John's Double Trouble.
0: Absolutely. That's
1: awesome. That they get involved. All the money goes to charity. It's a good charity, and uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a hell of a day. Let's yeah, put it that. Yeah,
0: way. make sure you tune in on July seventh, starting at six thirty a.m. Eastern time. That's ten thirty UTC.
1: I'm gonna try to induce a coma the day before. I'm going come home from work and just crash out, and hopefully I'll have enough jack to oh, get yeah. me through the. Uh, we'll
0: have plenty of artificial jack to. get I'll you be through
1: okay the- until. You know the hardest part is
0: going to be that six thirty to noon. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. real, that's going to be getting, because that uh, we'll be on our own most likely. Yeah,
1: yeah it's going to be. Uh, We're going to
0: need lots of lots of folks in the chat. So make sure you come by the chat and uh, and, and if any of you had to be hello. in Virginia
1: that day, uh, give us a call. Come on down. It's it's open house here. At the, <laughs> that's in the right. basement. That's right. So it should be. We should have an interesting array of goofballs. We'll
0: have we'll have a, a rotating crew of crazy for sure. All right, Aaron, you want to jump into this week's game?
1: Yeah, let's give her a whirl now. Right out of the gate, uh, we are talking about degeneration here. Now, uh, full disclosure, because I like to be honest with the people, uh, I for years have thought this was another game. This is another one of those games I thought was something completely else. Mm. I thought this was a psychological horror game.
0: Well, uh, if you look at the box, it would lead you in that direction. Well, I
1: mean, I, <laughs> yeah, you're right. And that's probably part of it, but I did not have any idea what this was. Uh, and if I'd known, I'd have been all up, all up in it just from the uh, plot alone. Mm-hmm. Because it's my kind of plot. Yeah. But I was so far off. And so me and Boat, I was like, what do we got this week? I've so we got Degeneration.
0: Oh, by the way, this is a uh, this game was chosen for us to play by Amigos Game Selection Committee member Figgy CTZ. The Fig. So when he told me this,
1: I was like, oh boy, I was like, oh, is that, oh, so I've got a horror game. He's like, listen, this is an isometric you know something we didn't. We, I don't think you knew either, did I, we did
0: I thought that it was going to be an isometric adventure game because I, I started watching a playthrough. I saw all this text. I saw you interacting with somebody. There's dialogue. Yeah. Um, and I just figured, all oh, this is like, it's going to be like King's Quest or something like so that. So
1: when, so when I fired this up, I was like, wait a minute, hold, hold the phone. Hold, what, what's happening here? <laughs> you know, I was like, well, this, this it's, is this. It's different than this we different. expected. So. Um, get the particulars here. So this came out in nineteen ninety three, the A G A version, which is the version I played. Did, did now I believe you played the C D thirty two and the A G A version, didn't you, if I was ever called I did, I played both. And you'll have to you'll have to explain what the differences are. Only I just played the AGA version. And this was uh this was a Minescape joint. I love MindScape. Uh, they have done some
0: pretty good stuff in the past on Including the, didn't they do um, Micro League Wrestling? Uh, uh, oh gosh, did they do that one? No, that might have been Micro Pro. I was thinking
1: like Alfred Chicken is one that they did. They've done a couple of different wacky things that we've covered. I know old oh, Deja Vu was mm-hmm. another one I liked. Uh, so, oh, Futuria of the Furries. Oh, that's yeah. One. So, they've that's done great. some decent stuff. So, uh, this game, uh, it opens in an awesome way. i want to talk about this right away. Because you know, first I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to blow the whole thing I like this game a lot. And the, and I knew right away, I'm like, this is going to be something cool. Because it opens up with this song. And this is the, one of the best songs I've ever heard on the Amiga. Mm-hmm. And they, they, what did you think of that opening? It was very cool. It is awesome. And it sets the mood. It gets you pumped. It's got this bass line. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, man, it's good. It's so good. I listened to it over and over. I just loved it. Uh, and then it shows you the skyline. The first thing you see is is a skyline of like Singapore, mm-hmm. right? And it says Singapore and it has a year, which I believe the year is like what two years from now. Wasn't it twenty nineteen or twenty twenty or something well, like that? I can't that? remember. And uh, which I always think that's funny when we're coming up on them. Mm-hmm. Where's my jetpack? <laughs> and so, <laughs> the premise of this game it opens. Uh, you're a, you're a courier and you're in your your pad in Paris, and you get this package to curry to Singapore. And so, and your guy even mentions that he goes across a radioactive desert and some mm-hmm. other stuff, But he flies a jetpack from Paris to Singapore, which I'd say that's a that's, that's a, a long a, journey. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine that unprotected un, uh, yeah. jetpack action, jetpack action, if you will, uh, over to uh, over to Singapore to deliver this uh, box to a, a to a, uh, a geneticist mm-hmm. and. That's sort of where the game began. So, that, but the opening of it, I knew right away between the music and the skyline and the plots, like, man, this is going to be cool. Right. Uh, so, anyway, again, this the AGA versus came in 93. Uh, it was developed by an outfit called Abersoft or Abersoft. How do you pronounce that, but You want to p- take a chase? I'd go with the
0: Abersoft.
1: They didn't do anything else but this. Really? Yeah, on, on the Amiga anyway. And I want to s- single out the, uh, the musician. Uh, Sean Golgler. Was it Gulgler? <laughs> <laughs> That's a heck of a name. Guggler. Guggler. Uh, because I've never heard of this guy. I should see what else he else did. But uh, he did. Like I said, I loved uh, the music. And this was great. Like I said, an awesome opening, uh, an opening tune. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, I was taken by it more than you because I actually couldn't get enough of it. I thought it was awesome. I just...
0: You, I think it's you one of my really favorite Amiga songs. Of I mean, all time. I listen to it. and I hit the button. and I win it.
1: I think it's one of my all-time favorite Amiga wow. songs. I swear to you, I mean, okay. this is like Blood Money level wise. Okay. I love it. I love it. So, anyways, uh, this game got a release on the. Uh, I think there's a DOS version, and I know there's an ST version as well. And then recently, they got this sort of a, a remixed, modernized version. I believe for like a. I like think it's, it's on Steam. Uh, there's a uh, which I don't know if you looked at the new version. I had I had a. Look at did you did you actually look at the new one?
0: No, I I know that it got on on our Discord channel. It got uniformly panned by those in the know. So
1: I'll get into it later, but I did look at it. So as the courier, get back to the game. You were going to this place called uh, Gen- Genoc. I believe it was <laughs> it was called? Yeah. And you're delivering this package. Well, I, I believe you land on the eighty. Is it the eightieth floor? I think it's the eighty-sixth floor it's or what, something it's like, like that. A, and you get there and you see the first thing you see and it's so cool you, you run you, you're land in a little landing mm-hmm. area you run through like this entry little hall little vestibule yeah so this is clearly where you are probably pe- couriers are supposed to land here, right
0: it's the tradesman's
1: entrance you go into this office and like when you get in there the tradesman's entrance the uh, uh you see a, a basically like a scene of weirdness and there's a chick laying down like beside her desk but she's and, not laying down yeah she's she's cuddled down basically yeah and so you're like what is going on here? Well then you slowly un- it the plot unfurls. Right. And what's happened is and is and basically you're sealed in once mm. you come in. Something's happened to put the lab on basically like high alert. And they and the defenses of the lab are activated and people are hunkered down.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And so slow the and basically the game is the the storyline of the game is you're slowly going through the game and trying to determine what the hell is going on in the, in this in this lab. And your guy speculates early on in, in dialogue that, uh, man, what's happened? Is it germs gotten out or something? experiment gone wrong? You know, so I mean, your guy, one thing, the courier in this that you play is not a moron. Clearly, because his his thoughts are pretty articulate. Mm-hmm. He says, okay, here's what could be going on. So when you eventually go up and, and talk to some the person that's on the ground, she says, she says, you know, this guy was waiting for this package. His craps went down. You know, we got to get out of here. And that's sort of where you pick up the game. Yeah so uh you're in this isometric view and basically this game you can sort of break it down pretty easily and the way it breaks down is uh you go through a series of rooms to and to basically rescue people and to get past that room uh and and to to ascend to the next floor there are 10 levels in this and inside each level is an and God only knows how many rooms. I, I like I, said, I didn't get all the way up, so I don't know how many rooms are in all the levels.
0: Well you're you're going down though, right? I,
1: I think you're going up, aren't you? I think I'm pretty sure you're going up
0: really? ten
1: floors. I think so. Mm. I didn't get that far, so I'm not I didn't you on.
0: land on the roof. How are you gonna go you up? You
1: don't you don't you land on the you don't land on the roof. You land on a low... I don't think you're on the roof. I think I'm pretty sure you're going up. Okay. I could be wrong, but it doesn't matter. You're going through ten levels. And so um the levels break down to these to, to these rooms. So if it was just the thing where you just got past a room, a la like a venture or something, if you remember, you remember venture. I never played venture. Okay, how about Berserk? Yes. Okay, if it was something like that, mm-hmm. that'd be something. a short game. Well, I mean it's something, but these these aren't just levels where you just go in there and start whooping a butt. In fact, at the beginning you don't even have a weapon until no. you, you find one. Uh, but what you've got to do is get past these rooms that are not only are they populated by bad guys, but they are populated. By all sorts of dangerous, uh, nefarious stuff. Uh, there are, there's electrified floors. There's uh, like laser grids.
0: There's this uh, rotating, like basically like a turret. Mm-hmm. In looks there. like a, it looks like one of those, like a porthole or not a porthole. What do you call that thing on a ship? Yeah, it, I know exactly. I don't know what you call it. Whatever that, that thing, thing. Yeah. is, yeah. And you, and it looks like it shoots little glaives
1: at you. You mm-hmm. know what i Like throwing
0: star. <laughs> I, I didn't think about it in the glaive Listen, context. everything
1: but... I see that looks like a fun toy that <laughs> looks like a little glaive,
0: <clears throat>
1: You're also confronted with these creatures, uh, or 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 I don't know what you would call these things, but you've got like bouncing balls, and there's these cylinders, and and then you've got these really nefarious ones that basically look like uh, people that are that need rescued, and then they pop up and they. They They're bad guys, after all. <laughs> decapitate mm-hmm. you real quick. So when you start the game, you'll you realize that there are different ways to get through these. There, there's different. You have to take a certain path to get through a lot of these rooms, and the path is usually determined by how you go about turning switches. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, for example, you may need to open a door. You need to hit a switch, but to get to the switch, you've got to go through an area that has electric floor panels or the, or, a, or a bad guy, uh, and then that's a simple version. You go over there, you shoot the bad guy, you, sh- you hit the switch, and you can leave the room. Uh, but they take the premise of that and go bananas, and there's all sorts of crazy uh, rooms and, and trickery, in fact, including areas where you have to go to other parts of the level to flip a switch to get a, something else to happen or get a, a pass key. There's a lot of... Pass keys and switches, basically, uh, to get through. And the the thing that makes this game v- interesting, aside from the plot and the the background and the you know, so is these are very clever little puzzles, aren't they? Both uh,
0: they they are. It goes beyond your basic like um, caveman brain switch puzzles, like you'd find in a game like Gods. This game is the the way that they do the switch puzzles is very intelligent. And it's and it's, I, I they they do it in a way that when you break it down to its fundamental level, yes, they're switch puzzles. But they, they the way that they they mix them up in such a way, it's it's almost like, it's not. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to explain because it is a switch puzzle. But it, I didn't feel like I was solving a switch puzzle.
1: Uh, to, put the, you know, to put it to put in perspective, all right. And this is what it reminded me of. Um, I watched a uh, I watched a video on this game. And one of the things they mentioned was that the the guy that was behind the game was a body was a one of the models that worked on Jordan Mechner's uh, uh, game, uh, Prince of Persia. Mm -hmm. He was one of the guys that they used to make the you know real life looking guy. So I guess him and Mechner, I don't know if they were buddies. Interesting. And there are some aspects of of Prince of Persia in this game that can't be denied. Uh, there, because Prince of Persia had cle- where you had to go all over the level and do certain things to get other things to happen, mm-hmm. uh, and this, but this really, gosh, I never thought I'd say this. In a lot of ways, this is the superior cat here.
0: Yeah, well, this is a different sort of game than Prince of Persia, but it as far is, as the puzzle-solving right. element, it does take it to a the, different level. It,
1: I guess it's it, it's sort of like a, a, the isometric baby, if Prince of Persia, and say like a, a well, I'm like I was gonna say Three Vikings, but it's not really that. I, it's real unusual. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really hard to, to put your finger on. Some levels, you can kind of just run and gun through them, mm-hmm. and you can sort of get there. And then some levels, you have to, you can get cute. For example, when you get the laser gun, and you get it like, I think it's in the first or second room, the lasers, when you shoot them, they bounce all mm-hmm. over the place. And so what you can do is you can... You can use that to your advantage if you're trying to kill a guy, for example. You can, you don't have to be near him if you can get the right Del angle. They'll ricochet,
0: yeah. And you set, up it like you'd set, you set up your shot like you would a pool shot. You know, the it, angles it, work the same it way. It is.
1: Now, this game has... It suffers from the same problem a lot of these isometric games do. Uh, and and I'll, I will bring out uh, Escape for the Play of the Robot Monsters is my example here. The view makes it sometimes difficult to line up your shots, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's... And the levels I played, that wasn't a huge problem. The bigger problem is when you're moving and you're trying to avoid, for example, lasers. Uh, and you uh, and you need to go to a certain spot, or a laser, or like electrical flooring, and, and as you run, it's not the easiest thing to stay in your diagonal spaces knowing where you're going to go. Right. Um, and that's sort of a, a, I don't blame the game. The game has good control. it's just that's the pitfall of using this view that's exactly right you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. it can be difficult and this is a game that would play just as well in a, a modern remake that actually had a like a Tomb Raider perspective, where you actually could scroll. I mean, I mean an over the shoulder sort of. thing. That's right. Mm-hmm. You could, if they could do that, you would have something. Mean, you could take this game in, in whole. Oh yeah. And, and it would work. It would work that way. But they were playing the hand. They were doing what they had to do here. Mm-hmm. But you know, and, and, and this view looks. I mean, it's not bad. I'm not killing it for that. But I mean. It, I don't know if you had trouble occasionally getting on the right spot like I did, but I I had trouble. I
0: had trouble. There was there's one level where you actually have to shoot the uh, you have to shoot a switch in order to get a door to oh, that come happens open. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah, and um and I had trouble lining that up where I could get far enough where I could actually hit the target, but close enough to the door that I could run out.
1: Right. Mm. The uh, some of the levels you can shoot all the way across the room, like the I guess the walls are low. And it's sort of hard to tell.
0: It's a trial and error thing.
1: It is. Uh, some level, I mean, there, you get five men to start, and every time you come across uh, someone who's a hostage, not a hostage, someone needs rescued, um, if you get them out of that room successfully, you'll get an extra guy. Uh, so it, you need to do that. Yeah. But what was crazy about it is, and first of all, that's an awesome element. It is. That I love. Now, what I like is once you get them out of the room and you get your extra man, who knows what happens to them. Doesn't Good matter. Good luck, <laughs> sucker.
0: But, like... and the Well, key, it, it's funny because they run out of there like, thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but every room is filled with all well, these... Well, it's yeah, presumably these
1: you've things. secured them by then. And, and, really, you can't rescue them until you, quote-unquote, secure the room, mm-hmm. which means basically shut down the defenses. And you them. get
0: told when the room is secured, and I like that, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, because yeah.
1: Uh, you normally you would know, but, I mean the the game if it just like I said if it just had bad guys in it it would be a lot like Berserk or something but the addition of the electrical floors the gates the that that uh, you know the tube that comes out that shoots Mm -hmm. the shurikens uh, that those are nasty this is not a simple game no Uh, they don't start out too difficult on the first couple levels but I have to say to get to the, I ended up. I think I got to the. I'm trying to. got to the third or fourth level. And when I say level, I mean each level has a ton of rooms. Uh, I think I. Well, I can't remember if I got to the third or fourth. But wherever I got, I mean, I, I was saving my game left and right. I was cheating because this thing doesn't have that. <laughs> uh, I was saving my game left and right because I was getting killed so much. I almost got to the point where it's almost like a dragon's lair. You know, and then there's the occasional whoops. I stepped on a uh, an electric out of floor, mm-hmm. and uh, that can happen really easily. Yep. And uh, um, you can be frustrating.
0: It's now, so how are you, you able, How were you able to save? I couldn't figure out what button to press on the AGA version. To do what? To save your game. It's called Use Amiga Forever. That's, uh, the, button. That's okay. the button I play. okay Because in the CD32 version, if you hit the, the trigger button, you get a dialog box that says load, save, blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, I, yeah, didn't, I just do save state. I don't know if that was a feature of the AGA version or not and I didn't play any of the OCS versions
1: now I will say when I played this on Amiga forever and this was kind of weird but I had to use the space bar to fire even though I was using the joystick so I don't
0: know what that was I had all kinds of control problems for example when I watched I I watched some of your antics when I set up to use a CD32 pad every direction and button worked except for up (laughs) (laughs) I I have no idea then when I used the joystick my fire button wouldn't work so I had to use the the space bar I don't know what was going on
1: yeah trust me I understand but this is what I had to emulate so I, I, I have a choice in this one uh, but the, uh, I like the uh, I like the fact that all these rooms have these cool traps mm-hmm. in it, and they made this look like a, sort of like an office. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are you know tables and chairs and office stuff. Yeah, I, it's, but I mean, there's also uh, you're looking at it from a cut of a cutaway floor perspective. Mm-hmm. So to look at it the way you do, it doesn't. It looks just like a. It's kind of strange looking, but they've used a lot of neon mm-hmm. and, and and like uh, uh, it's it's, it's, it's very, very
0: appropriate for the cyberpunk. That's setting. right.
1: It's very futuristic looking. Um, occasionally you'll come across a terminal and you can kind of get in there and read emails or or whatnot mm-hmm. in fact I, I, right away you get the one that says it says like uh, uh, what, what's the name of the company Genoc. Gen- 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 we,
0: we want to get in your jeans yeah. or whatever
1: <laughs> I thought It was a, the first things you read I was like oh that's cute
0: I figured you'd like that because it's sort of that neuromancer thing interacting with the terminals and- I,
1: listen I, I, I love this game actually and I played it a lot, and and I uh, wasn't good at it, but I played it a lot because it's it's I can't believe I never knew about this game. I feel like a complete fool uh, for never knowing that this existed. I mean, it's just right up my alley. The whole the plot of it, and it like I said, there's a there's part of it that's like if you ever play like Impossible Mission or something where you, it's cool to explore and see. And this again, it seems epically large. Mm-hmm. It's like you're really exploring a big building, yeah. and that's a great feeling. Except unlike say an Impossible Mission two. Where I just, that game never struck me as, I just couldn't get into it. This I could get into. It's more playable to me. I mean, you could actually, if you have to, you can go and just shoot stuff. And, and secure rooms. That and they're, way they're, yeah, there's
0: a lot of what they call these days destructible environments. You know, you can blow yeah. up various objects in the room File and things can, like that. Yeah, incredible.
1: there's also the grenade. If you're really screwed, you can you can grenade. You know,
0: I played this game for a long time and I never came across a grenade. Yeah, I, maybe I, that was, I had to
1: watch in the walkthrough. Yeah. I never, I, I, I didn't get one either. Uh, but uh, if you could actually clear a whole room with the grenade, wow. uh, if you if you can't get past, it'll just basically blow up the room. So that's that's kind of cool. Uh, but uh, you know. I dug it. I really did. I, I like the music. I like the. I like the character. It was hard, but I mean, it's not. This is another one of those games. I think if I spent enough time with it, I could get pretty good at it. Because I was getting halfway decent at it when I, you know, when I had to stop. Uh, the puzzles can be frustrating, uh, but they're not the most vicious puzzles I've ever seen. At least the part I got. I'm sure they get super tough at the end. I've heard they do. They get really hard uh, at the end. So you. You sort of feel the same way. Yeah,
0: I, I like this game a lot. Um, I Just like you, I came into it thinking it was going to be a totally different game and I was very yeah. pleasantly surprised that it turned into what it was because it's it's unique. I haven't played uh, a lot of action, really high action oriented uh, isometric perspective games like this on the Amiga, um, you know, the, the these this type of perspective was huge on systems like the Spectrum, you know, yeah. with Batman and stuff like that. But uh, this was a very pleasant surprise. It's very pretty to look at. I thought all of the enemies uh, were animated very well. Um, you know, it's like I, I don't exactly know why you know, for a security system that this this company has, has put these blobs that absorb you and all this stuff in there. That that part was kind of weird. That reminded
1: me very much if you've ever seen a show called The Prisoner. Did you ever see The Mm-mm. Prisoner?
0: Was that, oh well, yeah, with the Harrison prisoner. Ford, he dives over the the waterfall. Uh, no. And,
1: no, that's not The Prisoner. Oh. Uh, the Prisoner was uh, Patrick McGowan played The Prisoner. Is this it's a, a British show? It's, and it was, mm. it's one of the, uh, my all-time favorite mm. shows. And, the uh, they've got a guy in it called. The, basically, these people can't leave this area, and, and sometimes they'll try to swim for it. And they've got this thing called Rover. It's a big, huge, looks like a big white rubber ball. It's like or like a big balloon, like a rubber balloon. It's mm-hmm. as big as a man. Mm-hmm. And if you try to get away, Rover, well, but it goes like, makes this noise and it and it starts streaking towards you. And it, it looks like somebody just took the rubber ball and just kind of went like this on the water, and it was mm-hmm. skipping along. But, I mean, if this thing gets you, it gets you. It envelops you just like this thing. Just like this thing? Okay. Well, maybe that was an influence. Yeah, I bet it was. Yeah. I mean, by the way, never mouth the Prisoner. That's one of the all-time great shows, in my opinion. Okay. You've never seen it, have you? No. You should watch it. Is it
0: like that episode of Twilight Zone where they can't leave the town? Not a a bit. Okay. Um, So uh, I thought that the terminals, like later on in the game, you get to a point in the terminal where you can enter things in, and that's how you enable the cheat mode. Uh, I never got that far. Um, I thought that this game was hard, but I thought that it was fair. Uh, it's a, a sentiment that I don't share with many games that we put on this show where I just think that they're hard I feel like with um, you know with the with the combination of the save feature the generous amount of men that you get at the beginning of the game plus with like you said with every hostage or every employee you free you get an extra life on top of that I felt like they were they were trying to, to allow you to, to do all right um, and I'm a sucker for neon and the, the whole like uh, futuristic aesthetic I thought that was really cool
1: I really liked the rescuing the prisoners part. I, I, I mean they didn't have to put that in there they could have just had you go through it but it's mm-hmm. cool a lot of it I mean again on the servers you, you could say it looks sort of generic with the you know get past the door key card thing but I mean they their puzzles really spice it up it's also sad when you're when you rescue someone and they lumber out into the mill and get murdered by.
0: <laughs> yeah, there is friendly fire in both ways though because I've seen um, like one of those three three things uh, kill oh, one means. of the they, they kill they can kill one of the, uh, the, the 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 balls and they both die. Yeah, so
1: the you know the bad guys in this sort of remind me of the bad guys in that uh, what was that game we did where you it was on the on the sea. And you and you drove around and had those guys that kind of bounced after you. That's what they reminded me of. Oh right,
0: um, what you, was that game? You remember what I'm talking about? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and
1: you had you're that little ship. Yeah, and you drive it around. Uh, but uh, uh, it's the, it's
0: the guy that did Choplifter. Did yeah, that game.
1: That's right. Uh, but that the guys sort of they kind <clears> of <throat> they kind of remind me of the way they yeah. were moving and stuff. Yeah, uh, but uh, I loved it. I loved it. It's definitely one I'm going to go and and have a look at in the future. Uh, Let's see what the let's see what all the all the folks thought about it here on uh, on lemon. Lemon gives this thing an eight point one eight, very high marks. for this you know, game. I I cannot get I can't get over the fact that this game um, is so good, and I've, I swear I've never heard of it. I never seen I don't think I've ever seen it in lists or anything. I mean, do
0: you have is this one that we just ignored or what the hell happened, Bo? I, I don't know. I don't know how this one slipped slipped I, through our fingers, but we're grateful to Figgy CTZ for, uh, abs- for absolutely. It up. Um,
1: I think that's pretty much the long and short. Did you look this one up on eBay?
0: Yeah, yeah. So it looks like you can buy this game new and sealed for the low, low price of 50 Great British Pounds, a.k.a. 6547 U.S. So... This can be yours. This is the 12, A1200 version. Um, yeah, we
1: should mention they had, a, of course, they had the CD32 version, mm-hmm. the A1200 version. I believe there's also an OCS
0: version. Right now, I played both the the 1200 and the uh, CD32 version. They mm-hmm. both looked exactly the same, with the exception of the save, the easy save on the controller. I uh, haven't haven't looked at the uh, ECS OCS. I can assume that. It, I mean, this game, I would say that maybe it's it's maybe some of the colors are not as good, or maybe the music. But I, I bet that the OCS ECS could pull this off pretty well there's nothing too too crazy now
1: i game. did look at that new release while we were talking about mm-hmm. we should probably touch on that it's your classic baloney and what well, what they've done was they just took this game and they and they gave it some kind of uh let's say it's a a, a crummy paint job i guess is the best way to put it. it just they made it they made it look sharper and smoother but it, in all honesty it looks like it just makes it look cheap by today's standards. Does that make any sense? I mm-hmm. mean, you've got to, if you take a game, this is a classic game, right? If you take that game and you and you basically do the bare minimum with today's graphics, I think this came out a couple years ago, I don't know if you want to count. It just, it doesn't look that good and I've heard it plays not well. That's what I've heard. I haven't played it so I'm not going to condemn it but word on the street it was, it was a disappointment. I can say Looking at it, and actually, Boats looking at it right
0: now. We're all it, looking at it together. It if you're looks, watching on YouTube,
1: it looks cheap. That's that's. I guess is about yeah. It know. looks
0: like the the assets are are, are just sort of uh, placeholder assets. That your, your guy looks really dopey. Um, the I, just just from the couple seconds that we've had to look at this, it doesn't look good at all.
1: Now, if if it played well, I could get past what it looks like. But something else this has is this. The graphics in this are those the classic, mm-hmm. beautiful graphics yeah. of that de- classic and, and, pixel art. And sometimes less is more, you know. And I'll, I mean, I, I, and I'll I'll use Prince of Persia as an example. I mean, you could spice that up, And I know I think it's the Genesis version. It's really updated graphically, but I mean, does that add to the game? In that case, I don't think it does. No, I don't want a dungeon to look all ornate. It's a dungeon, man. Uh, and this again, without playing it, I'm not gonna sit here and kill it, but well, I guess that's I what I am, but. I haven't heard good things. I
0: will kill it. It looks terrible. Stay away. Fair enough. Um, Aaron, before we close the show out, it is time to announce the winners of our last week's Patreon song contest. Okay. Last week's Patreon song was American Pie by Don McLean. Amazing. You know, know, everybody always, there's, there's this topic of conversation about what American Pie is about. And uh, they asked Don McLean, and he looked him straight in the eye and said, American Pie means I never have to work again. Yeah. So that's. Uh, yeah, I love that
1: song. And I remember when I worked at the radio station WMUL, uh, the guy that came on after me, we had a pop stick we did a pop show. I had no choice in the matter. And the guy behind me had did a classic rock show, and he would bring this, he had a, literally like a foot locker. He would bring it in the studio, and he had all the albums in it. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, man, look at this guy. This is the man, and I remember the first time I was ever met that guy. He was spinning American Pie. Ooh. I was like, oh, I love that song. And, <laughs> the, and we were looking at that liner notes, and I was just like, man, I just got finished playing Poison, you know, on here. You know, I felt so, I felt so slimy. Mm. That was the beginning of the end of but my video po- career. But now, now
0: Poison is classic rock. So. No,
1: it's not. <laughs> and this was, this was their horrible album. I was playing Every Rose Has
0: Its Thorn. You know, I always head. thought that that song.
2: That girl is poison.
0: I always thought that was by Poison. No. but It's like big country, that kind of a situation. I played that too. (laughs) That album just came out and I was playing it. That was one of my favorite songs we had. That's sad. WMUL. You know, I once did a 12-hour marathon on WMUL because I had a buddy that was a DJ. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so.
1: They let anybody in that
0: studio, they wasn't do. they? At, you're not kidding man. I know, man. No, man. <laughs> God. All right, so uh, as always, if you know this week's Patreon um, song, uh, you can email me at johnandamigospodcast.com, <laughs> and I will read your name. Just like all of these fine winners from last week's contest, Ian Griffiths. Duncan Styles, Paul Kitching, Matthew Peron, Dell is Dreamy, and Jason Warren's congratulations, you're all winners. Well,
1: I was just thinking as you said that if you like the song if you recognize the song boat singing and you like it, turn the volume down. <laughs> but I like American Pie and let me tell you something, although I'm not real keen on pie right now, because I know what's coming. But uh, 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 that, was a, uh, that was a rough one to get through. Oh, come
0: on, man. Cut me some slack. Um, so if you would like to become part of this illustrious list of names that I'm about ready to sing, you can go over to patreon.com slash amigospodcast and uh, slip us a couple bucks a month and uh, you will be featured on this list as well as lots of other cool things like access to our Discord uh, channel where we're talking Amiga and retro gaming and everything else 24-7. The Discord's a hopping place. Um, I don't know what to do without it. Oh, I know. I need help.
1: Like, uh, was, it Graham? Who, was it Graham that just went to Africa? Mm-hmm. And so we're getting to see all those pictures. That was awesome. Yeah. And people send all these crazy pictures in.
0: People lead much more exciting lives than we do. Well,
1: need. I just, I mean, like these restaurants. I was a like, Fold. I mean, they send all these pictures in, like what they're cooking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I got nothing to contribute to this thing. I just sit there and look at it and be like, man, that looks great. That looks awesome.
0: You know? All right, here we go. <clears throat> Wish I had my piano for this one. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Seb Kiernan, Roland
2: Burke, Andrew Monks, Joe the Zombie, John Cook, Dan Ross, Leif Kilon, Alec Kebab, Donald Tyler, Lavellode, John Marshall, Matthew Perron, Ricky DeRocha, Creepy, Dead Boy, Figure CTC, The Slow Norris, Stefan, Sagan Martinson, Evan Helland, Blender 75, Christopher Hassel, Rabbi Abbott, Chris Falls, Dreamcatcher Lawrence, Ooh, Ooh, oh, Ooh, Brent Dowdy, Lane Denson, Adam Batters, B. O'Brien's Retro Vintage, Gary Hucker, C. Brian Jones, Paul Harrington, Duncan Stiles, Alan Cabal, Anthony Jarvis, Taste from the Crib, Justin, Nan, Adam Bradley, Jonas Rouleau. All oh, THG, Eric Nelson, Kim Tommy, Humbert Stott, Daniel
0: Bingston.
2: Brittle Barracuda, Darren calls. Jason, Jason Warns, Pixels at Dawn, and Obama Patreon supporters.
1: Wow. Sally it took me about half the song before I finally figured it out. Well, you
0: are slow. Well. Guys, we record the show every week on Fridays except when we don't at between five and midnight. Yeah, sorry. Uh, had <laughs>
1: work-related issues today.
0: Uh, folks. So make sure you join us. You can join us on... We're now simulcasting on both YouTube Gaming and Twitch, so you can sub- subscribe to us on YouTube at Amigos Retro Gaming, and we are on Twitch at Amigos Podcast. Yeah. Um, wherever you want us, you can find us. Coming soon to MySpace. That's right. We're simulcasting. That's right. I'd like to thank... All of the folks that are hanging out with us in the chat today, we had a really nice crowd. Grave of Monsters, Henrik Anderson, Pixels of Dawn, Bark Bit, Duncan Stiles. Let's see. Uh, And Colin419 anybody else that's still hanging out with us uh, and also 6mm BRX which is a wildcat cartridge uh, based on a Norma 6mm BR he informs us on Twitch I don't know so, what any of that means uh, thank that you guys guy? for. I'm sure it is thank you guys for hanging out with us wherever you might be and wherever you are right now in listener land uh, we will be back on this coming Wednesday we're going to be taping early for our show the following week and um, No. Is it Tuesday or is it Wednesday? Wednesday evening. Tuesday morning. Tu- Tuesday evening. Tuesday evening. Yeah. This coming Tuesday evening, we're going to be filming our next episode, which is going to be PGA European Tour golf, suggested by Amigos Game Selection Committee member Chris Fultz.
1: I mean, you can't botch golf you impossible. Can't.
0: You can't. I love it. Um, and uh, so we'll be recording that early because this coming Saturday is Amigathon. It's crazy time. I crazy know. time. It's, I can't
1: believe it's here.
0: It's it's snuck up on I'm us. I'm nervous. Are you nervous? I I'm nervous
1: about it oh man
0: it, there's a lot riding on it I know, a lot of a, a lot of games we're gonna be playing a lot of games we're gonna be you'll be drinking a lot of diet dewdrop extreme oh, man i'll be pounded down coffee uh but uh we'll have plenty of papa john's pizza to eat so. absolutely um thank you all so much for listening we will see you next week until then adios, adios.